It's a residency at the House of M's. This is Triple M Nights with Dave Gleeson. There are so many questions to ask our next guest, such as, now that you're in your 40s, does the line, I'm just a middle-aged dirtbag baby, work as a Tinder profile? And also, do you regret not having tickets to Justin Timberlake instead of Iron Maiden in the year 2000, which may have made you more successful with the ladies at the time? And luckily, we get to ask all of those questions tonight. Our next guest wrote one of the great songs, and we mean that. I don't think there's one person in Australia who can resist singing that falsetto part at work Christmas parties as loud as they can. And work Christmas parties come up like eight times a year. We crash a lot of people's work Christmas parties. That's a lot of exposure. We want to know what this legend's up to these days. So please welcome the guy from Wheatus, Brendan B. Brown. There's a massive concert tour going to hit our shores very shortly uh, throughout April. It's called Pandemonium. It features Alice Cooper, Blondie, Placebo, Deep Purple, and we are so lucky to be joined right now in studio by Brendan B. Brown, the lead singer of Wheatus. Thanks for coming in, mate. Thanks for having me, dude. Now, tell us about Australia. You've been here a few times. Many times, yeah. yeah. Well, you, well, you guys were the first to pick up Teenage Dirtbag and do anything with it. Wow. You know, the, the day before we came here, we were playing Lawrence, Kansas in front of two people who thought, right. thought we were okay. Smash Mouth, you know. What I mean? <laughs> so, um, you know, we came down here and you, you made it number one. And it was the first place that did anything. And, and so we decided to stay. We went down to Barnsley's house in Barrel, yeah. uh, the White House, and, and started making our second album here. We Unreal. made quite a bit of it here, yeah, with a guy named Brenly. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic, mate. It's great yeah. to have that connection isn't it when you can like from the other side of the world you make a song and then you get over here and, and then like, it gives you a life so somebody says here here's your <laughs> life you know in a new country yeah it was kind of great um we really enjoyed it and i loved the place i loved the atmosphere and the little critters that you have that can kill you and all that <laughs> fun stuff so yeah and oh. vegemite i fell in love with vegemite oh yeah too. you're actually a fan of vegemite very much so, it's yeah. how you have it isn't it it's i like have it in heaps when yeah yeah, yeah. When people, there's people who who get turned off because they have a big teaspoon of it i eat it raw do you right yeah i had a couple Excellent. packs last night we were at the hotel i was like oh well, you're uh, kind of hungry you're but a i don't want to aussie then oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with my finger so you know it's authentic <laughs> unreal now I, I was doing a bit of research um and it turns out that very early on you, you decide like the record company wanted you to mime on, on a lot of that top yeah. of the pops yeah that was like always they save a lot of money if they didn't have to have the whole audio crew yeah, there, right sure. so they were constantly trying to get us to do that and we were like nah man and and you then know? of course but since then you kind of you've done it all on your own haven't you, you like you guys have put out stuff on your own we've been 100 percent independent no label no management since 2005 that's amazing yeah. that's really i mean and i'm sure um people really don't understand the undertaking that that is to uh to be able to compete in the in the world when there's there's record companies throwing huge amounts of cash at bands and stuff like that and yeah yeah to take it on on your own is a big undertaking well yeah i mean all that money and stuff just makes me nervous Mm. you know because it comes (laughs) with their ideas right sure here uh you know i want you to wear this pirate shirt (laughs) (laughs) shirt. like like, what are you kidding and and of course you pay it back at a a massive premium you know when when you're making these video clips and they say it's going to cost a hundred thousand you end up paying four hundred thousand back to the record company before you even make a cent right right but now a a smart young artist Mm -hmm. can make authentic emotional content with their tiktok account and and bypass that whole you know fortune teller nonsense yeah yeah. and it is a that's it it's um all these people that take uh celebrations and say oh look what we did with this band they don't know what's gonna happen no no they're just signing a bunch of bands going oh 
Yeah, and bad deals too. Yeah. <laughs> we could talk about that forever. <laughs> um, so you, a, a part of uh, this massive, um, this massive concert series um, with all these big bands. What do you like about when you're on the on, on the road, or you do a few shows with a bunch of of bands like that? I just like the Willie Nelson song, you know, on the road again. Yeah, uh, we're we're a big family, and we love traveling together. Um, in this particular case, I can't believe we're playing with some of these bands. I mean, Wolf Mother's on it. Yeah. Uh, the Psych Furs are on it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Deep Purple, I mean, our third record, you know, I almost, I almost trashed it because it sounded too much like them. You know? <laughs> we, were try- we were going for that big stereo guitar with the Hammond organ working loud, you know, yep. that kind of vibe, and those dry, punchy drums. It's proto-metal, right? They invented it pretty yeah, much. Yeah, sure. And, um, you know, it's just, I can't believe we're playing with them. Like, I can't believe it. Yeah, great. And what, um, I mean, you've, you've obviously a prolific songwriter, um, and have been the main songwriter with the, the band all these years. Um, do you still find inspiration, still kind of getting off on stuff to Always. write songs about? Currently inspired by Art Alexakis from Everclear. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with his situation, yeah. but he's um, he's got MS and he gets up on stage every night and he just totally pulls it out from nowhere. And, uh, you know, I mean, it, it'll stop you from complaining about anything ever, sure. really. You know? So is he, like, suffering from the effects of it? Um, Indeed, like, yeah, yeah. But he's doing, he's doing, he, I don't know where he gets it, man. He's a soldier. He's like, he. he I watch him every night. I, I, we were on tour in the States. He took us out with Living Color and Hoobastank and his band Everclear. And we were lucky that was coming out of Pandemic 2021. He took us on a whole summer tour. Uh-huh. And um, I watched him every night. It was like going to school, you know. It was it's it's the real thing, and he's a he's one of my favorite songwriters from before I knew his full sure. story. Now uh, you're gonna you bought your guitar. Now just talk to me about your guitar. You built your own guitar. Well, so I designed it, and there's a guy in New Jersey called Brian Neville, um, who's a luthier, but what he really is is a, a, a structural engineer and a sculptor. That's right. what that's what he studied, and uh, he helped me build something really weird. It's a it's a wedge. It's uh, much thinner on the bass side than it is on the treble so right. it sits on you sort of like fanned out you know it's a little bit well, easier the flamenco yeah, talk yeah, exactly yeah yeah like a mariachi mm. and um it's uh it's basically it's a hybrid between like a, what would, it would be an acoustic archtop jazz guitar and something metal from the 80s like an 80s paul <laughs> reed smith or right, something yeah, like yeah. that right so the neck is really sh- shreddy and fast, but the body is big and sort of chunky and fat, and um, it's all hollow. And I've been trying to build this guitar for since, uh, you know, since I was maybe twenty. Just couldn't get anybody to do it, and um, he finally, Brian finally built me four guitars. I gave the first one to Art Alex Sackis from Everclear because he, he, he played it on the tour bus and he loved it. And I was like, you know what, man, it's yours. <laughs> How can I keep it from you, you know? But um, but the other three that I have uh, were, were intensely engineered and, and um, designed for the road and for the ergonomics and for the tone and everything. And... Um, yeah, they're special, and then Brian stopped building guitars after after that. Yeah, right. So they're they're very unique. Yeah, they're the end of the line. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's get it out, and uh, you're going to play. I'm telling you, this is the biggest thing that we've had happen here. We've <laughs> we've had people um, come into the studio, but uh, to have you come in and play Teenage Dirtbag, mate, we are so excited. Oh man, me too. A little nervous, but excited <laughs> mostly. Well, let's get it on. Her name is Noel, and I have a dream about her. She rings my bell. I got you in class in half an hour. Oh, how she rocks in kids and two socks. 
But she doesn't know who I am And she doesn't give a damn about me Cause I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby Yeah, I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby Listen to Iron Maiden, baby, with me Her boyfriend's a dick And he brings a gun to school And he'd simply kick my ass If he knew the truth He lives on my block he drives an rock, but he doesn't know who I am, and he doesn't give a damn about me, cause I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby, yeah, I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby, listen to Iron Maiden and Screaming Jets now, baby, with me. Don't forget to subscribe to Triple M Rock on the listener app.